Hey, fam. Hello, 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 family. I told y'all we was going to be back for the next anointing. And this anointing is the wild ox anointing. This is what the Lord has been telling me. I got to give my people the anointing of a wild ox. Okay? Hold on real quick because I got to get my other notebook. Because I got another notebook that got something in it. Hold on. Okay, fam, I'm back. <laughs> I am back. I'm going to start off by reading what the Lord had gave to me the other day. Then I'm going to bring to you what the Lord brought to me today. And then I'm going to let y'all go. Okay? And this is what the Lord said. He said, most people can't stand the heat that the devil has thrown you in. The furnace was turned up seven times hotter on the Hebrew boys. Just like that fire was set for the boys uniquely. The fire you are in is set uniquely for you and your promotion. I am letting you, I am letting loose the wild ox anointing over you, says the Lord. You will plow through the strong man's house, bind him and plunder his goods. You did it, baby. Congratulations. Cut the enemy no slack and send him blow after blow. Now it's time to show off and represent for the kingdom of God. Okay. In the name of Jesus. So first I want to take you to Matthew 12 verse 29. And it says, For who is powerful enough to enter the house of a strong man and plunder his goods? Only someone even stronger. Someone who could tie him up and then plunder his house. Mm. It's time to plunder the strong man's house. Do you hear me? Because we got a stronger man. You got to, in order to get your stuff back, you need the, you need the, the Lord. Cause he's the strong man. You need the strong man to get your, your goods back. Do you hear me? And the Lord, he is releasing the wild ox anointing over you for you to get it. Hallelujah. The, the wild ox is going to give you strength. It's going to give you endurance. That's what, what the Lord is letting off in this hour do you hear me and um i want to take you to luke 11 verse 21 and it says for when it for when a strong man is fully armed guards his place his possessions are safe until someone even stronger attacks and overpowers him, strips him of his weapons, and carries off his belongings. Mm, mm. Let me read that to y'all again. Let me read that to y'all again. For when a strong man is fully armed and guards his palace, his possessions are safe until someone even stronger attacks it and overpowers him, strips him of his weapons, and carries off his belongings. See, the, the, uh, the, these two anointings, I, I've been doing my research. The Holy Spirit has been leading me into my research. And the eagle and the ox anointing come together. Do you hear me? Um, it's a Bible verse. Give me, give you just a second. Hold on. Okay, fam, let's go to Revelations 4, 6, so chapter 4, verse 6, and it says, um, in front of the, okay, let's start right here. So it's like six-ish. In the center and around the throne were four living beings, each covered with eyes front and back. The first of these living beings was like a lion. The second was like an ox. The third had a human face, and the fourth was like an eagle in flight. Okay. Now, the Lord, he, when I was reading this, the Lord said he's bringing it all together. These, 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 all, all of those are going to work together and produce inside of you what, what you need 
to have the power to keep going, the endurance. So right now we're talking about the ox, right? We're talking about the ox. But it's all going to come together, okay? Because we, we know Jesus is the lion. Like, you feel me? He came first. He was a lamb. And now he a lion. Like, you, you either going to see one or two sides of Jesus. You either going to see the lamb or you're going to see the lion. Which one are you going to see? But what I'm saying is there's still the eagle and there's still the ox. Do you hear me? And he said the third had a human face. You feel me? So it's like all within. It's all within. He got the lamb, he got the eagle, and he got the ox. Do you feel me? The lion, the lamb, the ox, he got all of it. You feel me? And he said, I'm giving it to you. I'm giving these anointings to you to go to the place that I have prepared for you. Do you hear me? Do you hear what your sister's saying? So um, this is what the Lord was saying about the ox, right? So first let's go to Psalms. 29 because we got set the scene that's at the scene for that um the ox um where's times there we go um 29 i'm at 26 i'm sorry y'all and then let's go down to verse 6 he makes Levian's mountain skip like a calf. He makes mount mount herman leap like a like a young wild ox Okay, um, sorry, y'all. Y'all hear my kids out there? They just being loud. I just listen. I'm going to just let them be great. But so the Lord, he's saying that he's letting off this wild ox anointing over your life. And I want to tell you some stuff about a wild ox. Um, this is what it says. So I typed in, what are oxen used for? Oxen are used on farms to do work. They can plow fields. Pull some stone boots, pull stone boots, help with lodging, pull carts, run machinery, and more. Oxen work slower than horses, which makes them ideal for plowing. And plowing really had stuck out to me when I saw plowing, right? So I'm going to read you what plowing is. What is, what? okay, so what is plowing of soil? What is the use for with plowing, it is intended that that processes which allows to remove horizontal clods from the soil, the clods then will be rolled over and destroyed in order to bring the soil back to its original phase, helping the passage of organic substances, providing space and nutrients to new crops. This is another thing. What is plowing a field? Plowing is the process of turning over and loosening the top layer of soil. That makes it easier for seeding crops to take root and has the added benefits of removing crop residue and weeds. They are different ways. There are many different ways to plow. Okay. And I'm about to read you what the Lord said. He says the harvest is ripe and the workers are few. I am releasing the wild ox anointing over you, my chosen one. The ox is a crucial component to the harvest. You will plow through the land and uproot everything the enemy has planted in the land. The Lord is releasing strength and endurance with this anointing as an ox. Okay, so I this is another thing I had, another question. So, um, hold on. Hold on, you Hold up, because it was another one I wanted to read to y'all. Give me a second.
Oh, hold on. I'm doing the wrong one. That's why. Um, are oxen stronger than horses? Generally speaking, the ox is stronger and has more endurance than the common draft horse. The oxen are also more likely to kill you. Okay, that's what Google said. So, um, but do you see how it says it has more endurance? You feel me? It has more strength and endurance. You feel me? And with this anointing that the Lord is re- releasing over you, it's going to be a different type of strength and a different type of endurance. It, it, when, I, when I say this, I think of Elijah when um he told who was it i forgot what the person's name was but he told him to prepare himself because the rain was coming and they said that he gripped his loins like he was preparing himself and he had got that supernatural strength to uh be able to outrun the chariot that was that's like the endurance that's like the ox anointing it was the strength and the endurance to to run to to go do what he had to go do you feel me and the lord is releasing that over you now, I want to read you first Matthew 13. Well, we won't be in Matthew 13, but the first one I want to take you to is Matthew 13, verse 25. But that night, as the workers slept, his enemy came and planted weeds among the wheat that slipped away. When the crop began to grow and produced grain, the weeds also grew. The farmer's workers went to him and said, Sir, the field where you have planted that good seed is full of weeds. Where did they come from? An enemy has done this, the farmer exclaimed. Should we pull out the weeds, they asked? No, he replied. You'll uproot the wheat if you do. Let both grow together until the harvest. Then I will tell the harvesters to sort out the weeds, tie them into bundles, and burn them, and to put the wheat in the barn. That's the, that is, he, the Lord is speaking. That is the wild ox anointing. He is, you are the harvesters that he is talking about. The enemy has planted weeds Amongst the wheat. Do you feel me? It says that while he was sleeping, his enemy came and planted weeds among the wheat. And they slipped away. Now, I want to tell you that what, what weeds is. Hold on. Hold on. Weeds. Before I say something, I like to make sure. Okay. Let me read you. Okay, now, quake grass causes a lot of problems in lawns and 
I don't know what that word is. The plant flower from the spring to fall, the flower is featured as of crepe grass that most resembles wheat. You can distinguish quake grass from the grass types by looking at its extensive pinereal root system. I don't know what a pinereal root system is, family. So hold on. Hold on, y'all. Now, looking at weeds to wheat, they they look almost the same. Like you really gotta look at them to see the difference. To me, you know, to me. And I say this because you can't judge a person by the outward. You gotta ask God to look at the inward to see is that person from the Lord or is that person against the Lord? Because if you can't, if, was that, that was last episode day, but last episode we have read, um, we talked about the Eagle anointing and we have read, uh, wait, was that last episode? No, it was this episode. What am I talking about y'all? So when we was reading, uh, Matthew and Luke, if you would have kept on reading down a little bit, Jesus said that anyone who opposes him is against him. Anybody. Okay. Let me read it. Cause I ain't doing him no justice not reading it you know because sometimes you just gotta see the words in the red for the breakthrough it hit different when you see that red so it says um verse 30 so it's matthew 12 verse 30 anyone who isn't with me opposes me and anyone who isn't working with me is actually working against me so people can be saying praises out of their mouth but their heart could be so far from the lord you get what i'm saying you get what I'm saying? They could be sending, oh, Jesus, this, Jesus, that. But if you are opposing him, you are against him. If you are working, if you are for the streets, but then you calling out praises, it don't, your fruits don't match. If you telling people it's okay to fornicate, it's okay to smoke weed, it's okay to be an adulterer, it's okay to be shacked up with somebody and that person won't even give you their last name. You not for him. You against him. If you were doing everything that the Lord said is detestable, you are against him. It don't matter how many thank you Jesuses you send up. It don't matter because you are against him. You are opposing him. There is no in-between. Do you hear me? The Lord said he will spew a lukewarm out his mouth. You're neither hot nor cold. He says, I'll spew you, I'll spew you out of my mouth. He's saying, you disgust me. That's what happens if you spew something out your mouth. That's nasty. So don't, don't, don't sit here and be trying to be like, well, I, 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 I said my, um, my grace every day before I ate and I, um, said, now you lay me down to sleep. Why, why can't I inherit the kingdom? Because your fruits, when he looks at you, he don't see no good fruit. He see the cursed ones. And guess what happened when he went to go take a bite off the fig tree and it didn't produce the fruit. He cursed it. Because it didn't produce the fruit. It, it, it don't matter if it wasn't the season. If Jesus went to that tree expecting some fruit, he is Jesus. You better give him some fruit. And that's the way he looked at you. If, you. if you're not producing the fruit that I need, that, I, that I'm, I'm, I'm hungry for, that I don't want it. I don't want that. I'll curse that. 
Do you feel me? A lot of people will be sitting here and I'll be peeping it. And I'll be like, you don't even know him for real. You can get to know him. I'm not saying that you can't get to know the Lord, but where you're at, where you're at is detestable. He will clean you. Yes, he will clean you up, but you got to come to him wholeheartedly and ask him to clean you. Ask to be cleansed in the blood. You feel what I'm saying, family? You feel me? So let's go back to uh, Matthew 13. This is, I ain't trying to come for nobody. Well, listen, let me not put it like that because I'm unapologetically going to tell you what it is. But I'm saying I'm not coming at you to, to speak down on you, to condemn you. That's not what I'm doing. I'm telling you the truth because I love you. You feel me? So I'm not apologizing for what I said. That's not what I was apologizing for. I'm just letting you know. I come to you this way because you have to hear it this way because it's the truth. You cannot be detestable and think you want to inherit the kingdom of God. It don't work like that. It don't work like that. It don't work like that at all. It doesn't. Um, now, first, I'm going to pray for your soil, right? In the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I'm just coming to your throne, Lord. Asking that this person that is listening, Father, that you cultivate their soil to receive the um, the seeds that are planted by you, Father. I pray that each seed that was that was planted by the enemy is uprooted in the name of Jesus and thrown into the fire, Father, in the name of Jesus. And I pray that you plant good seeds within this person's heart, Father. Fill them with your thoughts of them, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And it's in Jesus' mighty name that I pray. Amen. Now let's read. Listen, a farmer went out to plant some seeds. As he scattered them across the, his field, some seeds fell on a footpath and the birds came and ate them. Other seeds fell on shallow soil with underlying rock. The seeds pr- sprouted quickly because the soil was shallow, but the plant soon wiltered under the hot sun and since they didn't have deep roots they died other seeds fell among thorns and grew up and choked out the tender plants still other seeds fell on fertile soil and they produced a crop that was 36 and even a hundred times as much as has been planted anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand his disciples came and asked him why do you use parables when you talk to the people he replied you are permitted to understand the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, but others are not. To those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given and they will have abundance of knowledge. But those who are not listening, even what little understanding they have will be taken away from them. That is why I use these parables. For they look, but they don't really see. They hear, but they really they really don't listen or understand this fulfills the prophecy of isaiah that says when you hear what i say you will not understand when you see what i will do what i do you will not comprehend for the hearts of these people are hardened and their ears cannot hear and have closed their eyes so their eyes cannot see and their ears cannot hear and their hearts cannot understand and they cannot turn to me and let me heal them But blessed are your eyes because they see and your ears because they hear. I tell you the truth. Many prophets and righteous people long to see what you see, but they didn't see it. And they long to hear what you hear, but didn't hear it. 
Now listen to the explanation of the parable about the farmer planting seeds. God is so good. The seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message about the kingdom and don't understand it. Then the evil one comes and snatches away the seeds that was planted in their hearts. The seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long enough. They fall away as soon as they have problems or have per- or are per- persecuted for believing God's words. The seeds that fell among the thorns represents those who hear God's words, but too quickly the message is crowded out by worries of this life and the lure of wealth, so no fruit is produced. The seed that fell, see guys, that no fruit is produced. The seed that fell on good soil represents those who truly hear and understand God's words and produce a harvest of 30, 60, or even a hundred times as much as has been planted. As much has been planted. Family, listen. Go to the Lord boldly, humbly, but boldly. And just ask the Lord, Lord, cultivate my land. Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you what cultivating means. Hold on. I'm going to give you the definition of cultivating. Prepare and use for crops or gardening. Try to acquire or develop a quality, quality sentiment or skill. Um, to prepare or prepare and use for the raising of crops. Some fields are cultivated while others' lives follow Also to loosen or break up the soil about growing plants. To foster the growth or cultivate vegetables. Cultivate coffee. Okay, so what is bringing this back to family? Ask the Lord to cultivate your land. Okay? Ask him to prepare you to produce the fruits. Get your land in order. You feel me? Get these these thorns and stuff uprooted. Get these weeds pulled out. You feel me? Ask him to send you a harvester to do that for you in the name of Jesus. Okay, family. Um, that's all for my notes. Um, I love y'all so much. You know, we're going to come back because you know, you know, we got to do the next face of God. We got to do the uh, lion. We got to do the lion, the real lion, the real one. Okay. So. I love y'all so, 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 so much. Let's say this together. Most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.